Welcome to the Parents Against Vaping E-Cigarette PAVE podcast, Big Tobacco Messed with the Wrong Moms. I'm Meredith Berkman. And I'm Dorian Furman, and we're the wrong moms. While we don't know what the upcoming school year will look like for our kids, we do know that if, and hopefully when, they go back into their school buildings, vaping is still going to be a major issue. In fact, the bathrooms in high schools are basically the hub of this problem. But if one in four high school kids in this country are vaping, according to the latest federal figures, how are schools trying to take back the bathrooms and make sure that kids are not vaping in schools? One way is through the use of vape detectors and a patented technology that allows schools to be alerted if a student is vaping in the bathrooms. And while we do not endorse any specific product, today we're going to hear about one of them from its founder and about how these vaping detectors work and if they're helping. Today we have Derek Peterson as our guest. Derek is the CEO of Solder Technologies who created Flysense, the patented vape detector that can be found in schools across the country. Derek is an engineer and he has teenagers of his own and this is personal for him. So we are so thrilled to have him here. Thank you, Derek. Derek, we really, we do see you as a partner in this fight. As Dorian said, it's personal. Maybe you can just briefly tell us what possessed you to create this vape detection technology and patent it and then create a way to get it into schools? So actually way before even creating the vape technology, schools actually to help them with, with bullying. Um, so that's where it all started. So um, bullying is near and dear to my heart for I was a victim of, of bad bullying in school. So that same vape detection device actually picks up on sound anomalies first and then it can signify somebody's being bullied in the bathroom. Schools then ask, can we actually help them with vaping? This is going back in 2017. And we didn't know what vaping was back then. I don't think anybody was thinking about vaping in 2017 or end of 2016. And so we set out as a course of engineers, say, how can we help solve this problem? Uh, we did a lot of surveying, seeing that it's a widespread problem. Can we do something about it? And help a, a lot of parents, you know, start to struggle with that. And so we've created the world's first uh, vape detector. We've been patented. And now, from 2017 to now, we have about 8,000 devices deployed worldwide in 21 countries. And part of our mission is really just to uh, make the bathrooms fun again. Kids just be able to sing in the bathroom, just have a good time, and not worry about being bullied. And that's what we're about. How do we how do we return schools back to normal? And so, how does it work when the vape detector detects something? It it signals an administrator, correct? The school has it so the device is installed. It's a very simple installation. And what the school can then do is they go to their web portal and they add a list of subscribers. Subscribers are those who wish to receive alerts. And so the school can add the principals, they can have guidance counselors, they can have security resource officers. It's an unlimited list of people who want to receive the alerts. And they can receive an alert, a text message, email message, and three are in-app notification. And what's nice, they can also set a time threshold when they want to receive the alerts, depending on their work schedule. 
So we've talked to, with, with other people, other partners about, you know, a, a take back the bathroom campaign, because if three out, if one out of four kids, for example, in high schools across the country are vaping, should we be empowering the three who are not doing it? Um, and so in a way that this sort of, of figures in. One thing that that we know from um, you know from the, the many times we've spoken and 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 talked about all of this is we're not the only ones who find who found and find this important and interesting. Tell us about how you were contacted by Jewel uh, and when and um, how that played out. Earlier on in 2018, Jewel reached out to us. Um, uh, it's actually a kind of an ironic name, Julie from Jewel. Uh, reached out to us to ask that she was responsible for their educational division and wanted to learn about what we're doing and in schools and so forth. Um, but it, it seemed like it was just more of a front or a disguise that they wanted to gather information and not necessarily partner. They didn't, their, their mission was not necessarily to help schools, uh, help kids not debate. When we asked them to sign an uh, NDA, they didn't want to do that. We asked the offer will fly out to California to meet with you face to face and talk about that they did not want to invite the meeting. So a lot of our attempts of a smaller company trying to work with the bigger company, if you really want to work with us and help combat this issue with student vaping, uh, we kept extending our hand or extending the olive branch uh, with no response back from Jewel. And at the time, we know that Jewel was the um, e-cigarette of choice among kids, it was practically the only e-cigarette on the market that kids used, correct? That is correct. So Juul was the leading in the forefront and the de facto standard what kids were using um, to vape in schools. Right, so I think what's interesting is that they knew that they had a problem perhaps earlier than, was, than they ever said publicly. If they're contacting you, then they know there's a problem in schools. I don't know if they would classify it as a problem. They knew they had a strong market in schools, which intense was a problem. They, they knew how to get to the kids. Hence, they offer all the various flavors. So the question is, why wouldn't every school want this device? Because, you know, across the board, we know and you know that this is a scourge for schools. Um, but not every school can you know, afford this. So, um, I mean, how expensive a device is it? And um, where are where are your biggest markets? Because as a parent, no matter where my kids are in school, I would want every school in this country to have the device. In the past, some of the, the principals and superintendents were in denial that they don't have a problem. But as you can see, reports and studies show that every school across the country, even around the world, they all have the problem. And it's just a matter of just admitting that you have the problem. Just putting a device in a bathroom doesn't necessarily solve the problem. It, it becomes more of you have to be able to, you have to help the school change the behavior of the student. And we learned that early on. So we realized if we can help change the behavior, then that student then can be a role model for other students. So that's our focus and our goal. We've got posters, we've got white papers, we've got bracelets, we've made video games, we've made music videos. Um, this just so we can help school. And just a little secret, um, if a school says they can't afford devices, they usually find a way to get them devices, whether it's through grants or something like that. So nobody goes without devices. Do you find that it's a deterrent that kids know 
what your device looks like now and they just won't do it? Sure, it's definitely a deterrent. Um, we have a YouTube channel that we leave open, uh, how-to videos and our videos on the product. And 90% um, of our comments come from kids talking about how this device, this blankety blank, this blankety blank device got me busted. Uh, watch, they always warn their friends. Uh, so we want to be deterrent. To that matter, we've also created devices that we call smart shells, the fake devices. And uh, they look like the real device, but it just blinks a, a light once in a while and simulates the real thing. And that's a fraction of the cost, roughly about $150 for one of those devices. Runs on six AA batteries. So we'll instruct the school that you don't need to buy all real devices for every bathroom. Put in some fake devices and you're gonna get the same message. It's deterrent. Deterrence to change behavior. As a dad, uh, and maybe this is coming out of our own experience with our kids, have you ever been told by your teen daughters that um, your work as the anti-vaping king has embarrassed them or put them in an awkward position? I mean, I know all parents are uncool to their kids, but I'm, wor I'm wondering about this in particular because... Um, as you said, kids are not happy to be caught and you're the guy who created the technology to catch them. So what do your kids think about that? They don't tell anybody what I do. <laughs> That's a great, <laughs> uh-oh, hopefully none of, our, none of our kids are listening right now. We are really so thrilled to, to know you, to call you a partner, as we said, you know, you, um, you created this technology that is so important to all parents who care about um, protecting their kids from the predatory nature of big tobacco, um, and also, you know, for from the dangers of these flavored e-cigarettes. So, we really want to thank you for your ingenuity at creating this, but also for really being a partner in making sure that you're not. Um, you're not doing this in a vacuum because it, it's personal for you as it is for us because we have kids in that age group by providing schools. And as you said, some schools who really maybe need a little extra help being able to afford something, we, we admire that. And the fact that you're, um, as you said correctly, you're committed to helping schools help kids change the behavior. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Big Tobacco Messed with the Wrong Moms. We need passionate parents to join our grassroots movement across the country to protect our kids from the predatory behavior of big tobacco. If you're a parent and you want to get involved, please check out our website at parentsagainstvaping.org or email us directly at info at parentsagainstvaping.org. Parents' voices matter and you can make a difference. Do you have a teen or young adult at home that vapes? This is Quitting is a free and anonymous text message program designed to help young people quit vaping. Teens and young adults can text Ditch Vape to 88709 to sign up today. That's provided by Truth, the National Youth Tobacco Prevention Campaign from our partner and sponsor, uh, the Truth Initiative. It's the first of its kind program that helps young people feel motivated, inspired, and supported. 
while quitting. More than 150,000 young people have enrolled since the program launched in January 2019. The messages include evidence-based tips and strategies to quit combined with real feedback from young people. Again, teens and young adults can enroll by texting Ditch Vape to 88709. Truth Initiative also offers free text messages for parents who are helping their children quit vaping. I myself enrolled in this program as well and would get different ideas and tips to help support my son. You can join the program by texting QUIT to 202-899-7550 or by visiting becomeanx.org to sign up. To learn more about Truth Initiative and its programs, visit truthinitiative.org.